What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. Howard Benner and Adam Ronis here from the Fantasy Alarm. What's going on, Ronis? It's Wednesday, baby. You did your rankings over at Fantasy Alarm yesterday. Uh, we got Thursday night football that starts up tomorrow night. Well, tonight, if you're listening to this show, tonight, week three starts up here. I think it's time to look at the lines. How are you, brother? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, definitely rankings are going to be challenging this week because there's just so many players that we're not sure about. Like, I did not put a... Got to remember to do this. I did not have LaVisca Chenault in the rankings. Now I see he's probably going to play. So now I got to put him back in the rankings. Ugh, yeah, well, where are you going to put him? 58, uh, 59? Yeah, probably in the 40s, 50s. Yeah. Dude, you get so much love and it never delivers. Like, why do people love LaVisca Chenault so much? Uh, I just think it. Uh, they thought with Lawrence there, passing game could be pretty good, but it's been shaky for him so far. Um, and obviously with uh, Urban Meyer there. Right, but we've been we've been getting LaVisca Chenault hype for like how many years? Two years? Three years? Yeah, Two I mean, years. he had some decent games, but yeah, this year so far hasn't been great. Do you have any shares of LaVisca Chenault? No, uh, I definitely don't a redraft. I don't think I do in best ball either. I don't think so. I took him in one spot because he just kept sliding further and further. And I was like, hmm, now, you know, now all of a sudden it's uh, it's a possibility. Um, and I just uh, I put in a waiver claim and and it's to cut Chenault because it's like cockapoo, cockapoo. Um, all right. Well, I don't want to sit here and uh, and tear everybody's ears apart with that. I mean, you know, it's uh, it's a modern day Corey Davis, right? Who turned good? Barely. He had a Barely. great year last year. What's that? He had a great year last year. Yeah, I know you love him. I know I you don't love him. him. I just love you hate him, and you just wouldn't admit it. I admitted that he had some good games last year. Absolutely. But the problem is, is that you know. You never knew when he was going to have a good game, so you probably didn't play him for every single time he had a good game. I'll bet you Corey Davis did more for people's bench points last year than they did for his starting lineups. Early in the year, probably, but I think once you saw that he was playing well, you probably had him in your lineup. P.U. Well, I've never had a share of Corey Davis, nor do I want to, so I'm okay with that. So I guess, uh, you know, uh, now that Corey's with the with the Jets, I guess uh, I'll have to use Chenault as my new punching bag. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Although uh, I don't know, Corey Davis might be your punchy bag soon. So, <laughs> dude, the Jet, all the Jets are my punching bag at this point. Did yeah. you see? Did you see the TikTok video out there of the kid who um uh, who is breaking down the uh, the the Jets game? And watch it. I actually saw the headline and they go, man, the Jets are pretty bad when some teenager on TikTok is breaking up. But I didn't watch it. I just it scrolled. It came across my Twitter timeline, but I didn't feel the need to to click on it. It's pretty funny. I okay. I would suggest just click on it. Listen to it. It's you know, it's it's short, but he's just like this is this play here epitomizes the Jets. And he just <laughs> he just he points everybody through it. And he's just like, this guy's doing this. This guy's doing this. I don't know what this guy's do. These two guys are doing. I mean, it's it's very funny. So I would I would give it a shout out there. I gotta like everybody sent it to me this morning. Everybody sent it to me this morning. So um, you know, obviously that's the uh the nature of being it. It's um uh where is the uh 
No, not this person. Where was the uh the, the I'll find the, it. And... I'll definitely find it. All right, you find it. You find it. Oh, it's at E D S B S. Okay. That's where it was. I'm sure you could just do a Twitter search too and it'll come up. I'm sure you could too, but I don't but I don't know who the kid is. Like it doesn't say who the kid is at all, you know, or what his TikTok handle is. This is just somebody on Twitter broadcasting it. So Anyway, all right, let's uh, let's get to the lines here uh, for our good friends who are uh, we're all listening at home right now. Or maybe you're at the gym or maybe you're driving to the office or you know whatever you're doing here. But uh, I'm going to look at the lines off of uh, off of bet MGM here because you know, I keep seeing, you know, non updated stuff uh, all across the interweb. So bet MGM, big shout out to those guys and uh, and girls. And uh, and are you ready, Adam? Yes. All right, let's start it off with a little Thursday night football. The Carolina Panthers traveling to the Houston Texans. Texans are getting eight at home. Thoughts on this game? Yeah, I'm, I'm leaning towards the Panthers. I know that's probably the easy call. They play very well, but it's a short week. Davis Mills coming in, making his first start. Not going to have a lot of practice to get acclimated to his team. Panthers defense has played very well so far. Panthers are 7-0 against the spread in the last seven games on the road, uh, if you're looking at a trend there. Um, I know this line has moved up, but, um, you know, Texans were playing well, but that was with Taylor at quarterback uh, with that good week one performance, and he was doing well against Cleveland. So, um, you know, he was 8 for 18 last week, 102 yards. And, again, Panthers defense has been good so far. It's only two games, but uh, – I'm going to go with Carolina here. Yeah, I agree with you here on Carolina as well. Even, you know, in the face of the Joey Sly revenge game narrative, Adam. I might have to to, do a showdown uh, slate. By the way, how did the uh, Jamal Williams uh, revenge game go? Jamalful. It's Jamalful, not Jamal. It's Jamalful. He was the first couple years. He's been good the last two. Uh, Did you watch him on, uh, on, on Monday Night Football? Well, he didn't barely get any touches. Right? There you go. You know why? Because he sucks at football. <laughs> Washington football team traveling to Buffalo. Uh, Bills are laying eight at home. You know, I got to be honest with you and tell you that <clears throat> I kind of lean a little here towards Washington. Um, I mean, their defense hasn't done what we've expected it to, but the Bills offense also hasn't done what we've expected it to. I mean, I know we talked about a little Josh Allen regression possibility, um, but they just don't seem to have clicked the way that uh, that that we had hoped. It just seems like a like a big line for me here, and I might like to take the road dog. Yeah, that's my initial lean as well. I mean, yeah, the Bills' offense. I mean, Josh Allen is not playing like he did last year. Uh, not accurate, and uh, the defense has been great though through the first two weeks, they've been really good. Um, so that might be able to tilt it in the bill's favor, but my early lean is Washington, but I'm kind of still weighing this game. Okay. Yeah. I mean, obviously I'm, I'm you, I want to watch the line. It's already gone down. It was nine actually the other day. So got to watch for the line movement and see what happens there. But 
you know, I mean, if it goes if it goes down, like if it goes down to like seven, seven and a half, I uh, I, I would probably avoid it completely. Uh, Bears visiting the Browns. Browns are a seven point favorite. Justin Fields making his debut. Who I'll let you start on this one. Um, you know, the Browns have been a little disappointing, I think, so far. I mean, they should have won week one. Uh, not great last week, and they didn't cover. Uh, I expected their defense to be a little bit better. Uh, Fields, we saw some good things and some bad things. Al Robinson dropped the touchdown pass. Uh, he's going to run a little bit. So what's the line? Seven and a half? Yeah, right now, yes. Oh, no, um, seven. Seven, seven, seven. seven. Mm, my lean is the Bears. Your lean is the Bears. Hmm. All right. All right. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I just, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I'm a big Browns fan. Their defense is really bumming me out right now. Not just that. I mean, the front seven is solid. The secondary just really isn't doing what it's supposed to do. Um, I, you know, I just, I, uh, the, the, the fields factor here, like that's, that's the, the, the concern that I have. I probably like, I'm, I'm sort of leaning towards the Browns right now because of, you know, just fields starting off and, you know, maybe, you know, he makes a couple of rookie mistakes if they blitz heavily and they try to rattle him. You know, is he going to be able to, you know, scramble outside the pocket and, you know, and do something with it um, as opposed to maybe throwing it away? So I'm undecided here, but my lean is the uh, the Browns. So I'll go against you on this one here. But that's her because that's what makes the world go round, Adam. Yes. The Detroit Lions are hosting the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, this line has actually just gone up uh, to eight. Lions are getting eight. It was seven and a half uh, for about a day and a half now. So, uh, mm, I mean, you know, for me, I mean, I'm just going to go with the Ravens just because I just think that they have a, a ton of firepower. I do worry, though, that they could get a little complacent. You know, we saw the Raiders put up some points on them. I'm not going to, you know, shame them for the, the Chiefs putting up points. But, you know, we see what, what happens to Detroit when a team, when a defense takes its foot off the gas. So, you know, my initial instinct says take the uh, take the Ravens. But, I, you know, if this line goes up at all, you know, again, another half point, maybe I might take the Lions. Yeah, I lean the Ravens right now, too. It is a little bit of a letdown spot. Uh, that's the one concern that I have, but uh, I'm going to take them. Um, Lamar Jackson obviously played well uh, after a slow start. Uh, Detroit's defense is not good at all. And uh, we saw last week, I mean, Detroit looked good in the first half, and then the offense really just cratered in the second half. So uh, I'm going to lean towards the Ravens to – to maybe finally have a game where they control and can cover. I mean, week one, they were in Vegas first time that they had fans. So you could understand that. And then they uh, had a really good win last week where uh looked like they were in trouble and they came back. All right. Okay. Uh, Colts visiting the Titans. Titans are laying five and a half here at home. You know, <laughs> I don't mean to just like, you know, pile up on the dogs here, but, or, or the Colts for that matter. But to me, the strength of the Colts defense is, uh, is, is their front seven and that's going to, uh, you know, and they faced Henry a bunch. So they know him, uh, very familiar with, uh, with his style and his tendencies. 
Um, but he, like this is just this is a pair of secondaries that are in such trouble right now. I mean, the 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 cornerbacks for both sides are just not good. I think Janoris Jenkins on one side and um was it Christian Fulton on the other for the Titans? For the for the Colts, you got Rocky Asin and you've got Kenny Moore. Like none of those four have performed well. But obviously you've got the the Carson Wentz double sprained ankle issue going on. Uh, where's your lean? Yeah, I mean, that's really going to probably be a factor. I'd probably take the points now. Divisional game. Colts are kind of a desperate team at 0-2. But if Easton starts, uh, it's a little bit of a concern. It's a it's a huge concern if Easton starts. If Easton starts, I'm definitely taking the Titans. I mean, the line will – if It'll Easton move. starts, yeah. this line will move up to like seven and a half at least. Yeah, I think so. I mean, but how's Wentz going to play? He's got an ankle sprain and a high ankle sprain. Dude, I, don't I, don't I don't know. I just I appreciate teams that just rule out players early. Well, yeah, I mean that that makes it a little easier for us, no doubt. No doubt. We know which way we're going. Um, all right. Uh Chargers visiting the Chiefs. Well, so uh, as we all know, you can't take the Chargers as a uh, as a home favorite, but can you take them as a road dog here? Um, it's a six and a half point spread. My lean here right now, I'll say, is the Chargers. I would like to see this line. Go. I'd like to see some more money come in, uh, you know, on the uh, what you would call it on the on the Chiefs. And maybe this line goes up to seven, seven and a half even. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. But, you know, with the 55 over under here, the Chiefs have I don't think the Chiefs have covered the spread in either game for the uh, for the start of the season. So I'm going to lean Chargers. Uh, Chiefs have actually been bad against the spread going back to last year. So um, I think since uh, week nine of last year, including the playoffs, they're two and 11 against the spread. So, Go Chargers. Go Bolts. Yeah. And meanwhile, I saw this stat too. The Chargers, since 2000, as a road dog visiting a divisional opponent, 21, 11, and seven against the spread. So um, I Talked about it yesterday, but I'm I'm on the Chargers to cover. There it is. I think they could win straight up too. I think they could win straight up as well. I do. I think I mean I, I like the firepower that they've got. I mean, we've we've both been gushing over Mike Williams. What's happened there? Austin Eckler saw nine targets uh in, in the uh in the passing game. Like last week, you know, they it was it was disappointing and they and they they blew the game, but we started seeing some elements of that, you know, Saints offense that we've been expecting. Um, I think they put it together. I think they can put it together here against the Chiefs. So the Chargers, the Chargers scored 17 points last week and they didn't punt. That's like almost impossible. How do you score only 17 points when you don't punt? It's upsetting. <laughs> well, it's not upsetting for me because they played Dallas and Dallas won. So I'm good with it. <laughs> so you're so selfish, dude. Well, I, I think I, think about I, the public. I had Dallas in that game getting the points. That's probably how you uh, you got ahead of me in our uh, in our company pool. Well, I did, but I did not pick that game um, for the pool. I know I had the Titans. Like, like I told you, like an idiot, I switched last second to the Steelers, but it didn't matter because the pick that I switched some lost. Um, you didn't hit your best bet. Is that what happened? That is what happened. I didn't hit my best bet. I, I put I, I, I put it on Cleveland. I knew oh, okay. it was a big point spread, but I put it on Cleveland I, and I did not win my best bet. 
I think I had Cleveland too as one of my losses, but my best bet was the Titans getting the points at five and a half. Oh, see, I like that, right? I was in on that one too. Sweet. All right. Saints Patriots. Here we go in New England. Jameis Winston going up against Bill Belichick and company. The Pats are favored by two and a half in this one. I got to tell you, I, I mean, I, I know I gave the lean first the first time, but I, I'm just going to say that I'm going to lean Pats on this one. You're against the Saints. I think so, too. I mean, look, we have no fucking idea what the Saints are right now. They look like one of the best teams in the NFL week one. They look like one of the worst teams in the NFL last week. So I don't know which team is going to show up. And remember, too, they have yet to play a home game because of the hurricane issue. Week one, they were on the road. Well, home mm -hmm. game on the road in Jacksonville. Traveled last week. Traveling again. Um, and you're going up against Belichick now. And uh, they, they, uh, the other thing you have to consider with the Saints, they have not had the ball at all. Um, let me double check. I, I talked about this on Sirius XM last night. They've run 103 plays this year, I think. Uh, let me find it here. Yeah, 103 plays. Dead last in the NFL. Seahawks have 105. Um, so they've just, and we talked about it in, when we were recapping the game on Sunday night. They, they had the ball 21, 22 minutes, and the right. Panthers had it 38. So the Saints have just not had the ball. And then when they did it week one, Winston was throwing a touchdown every other play. I, it's really difficult to figure out what the Saints are right now. So um, I'll, I'll take New England. All right, we're in. Uh, we're in it together. Look at that. Uh, all right, here we go. Atlanta against the Giants. Oh, the line's gone down now. It's uh it's uh Giants by two and a half. Yeah, um, I hate that because I'm I'm on the Falcons here. Yeah, I was on the Falcons too. I can't but, take the Giants as a favorite. Mm. I mean, I mean, do, do they unleash Saquon Barkley finally? Yeah, I I think you feel better about Barkley this week because. He's had the extra rest. I mean, look, last week we knew that was going to happen. It was a short week. You know, you you come back week one from the ACL, MCL tear, and then now you got to go play three days later against a divisional opponent. So it wasn't surprising at all. So, yeah, I think you'll see maybe not the huge workload, but definitely more involved than what we've seen. Uh, but, yeah, these are two, two bad teams. I know Daniel Jones has played well so far from a fantasy perspective, uh, but – I'll take the Falcons getting the points here. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was funny when when Craig Mish and I were talking about this on the uh, the Wager Alarm live stream. The big question was, what have the Giants done to be favored against anyone? Yeah, you know, and you're talking about Matt Ryan, Calvin Ridley, Kyle Pitts. You know, it's not like some you know like like a bunch of tomato cans out there. They're and they, good, and they, hung, they they hung in there with Tampa. It was. You know the defensive, uh, the turnovers late in the game that really pushed that game. But they were they were hanging in there with them for a while. Yeah, that they were, that they were. All right, so we're both leaning on the Falcons there too. All right, next one: Bengals visiting the Steelers. Bengals are getting three. I'm in on the Man, Bengals here, Adam. That line was four and a half before. Yes, Shit. it was. Um, yeah, that was my initial lead too. Again, it's always difficult to trust the Bengals. I was on the Bengals last week and fortunate, uh, that they pushed depending on what you had the line. Cause they were down like, uh, what was it? At one point it was like 14, 17 points. And then Robinson dro dropped that touchdown. Um, yeah, I'm on the Bengals. It's just the Steelers are just, they look 
terrible. Ben Roethlisberger is dealing with an injury. Does he play? They have a lot of injuries on the defensive side of the football. Is Deontay Johnson going to play? TJ Watt, Devin Bush, Joe Hayden. Uh, so they got a lot of injuries going on right now. So um, I'm leaning towards the Bengals. Again, it is trust tough to trust that offensive line, but it's a divisional game. And it's hard to take Pittsburgh right now with the, the way they looked. It is very difficult to take Pittsburgh. Plus, Big Ben might not even play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's, does, that's where the line has gone down is that he's got yeah. this pectoral issue that, you know, now they're, they're talking about the possibility of him not playing. And if that if Big Ben's out, oh, my God. Oh, my Lord. I mean, that, that this, you know, I could see it all of a sudden becoming like Bengals minus one. All right, maybe not that much. Maybe not. Maybe <laughs> Pittsburgh minus one or pick them. But, yeah, I mean, again, that's I usually don't jump on lines earlier in the week, and I probably should start doing it because at least for, like, one or two games, like if something comes out, like Tampa Bay, I think, opened up Sunday night as one-and-a-half-point underdogs to the Rams, and now that's flipped. So I know sometimes you want to wait and have information, but I think I might just – if I see something right away, I might just jump on it. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, all right. Let's uh, let's go to the next game on the list. Here's the final early game uh, on the slate. The other last 1 p.m. game, Arizona uh, at Jacksonville. The Jaguars are getting seven and a half points. <laughs> I mean, you know, you got to get the trap, right? It, it's it, That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> Socks, right? It's like Kyler Murray. Like you could see Kyler Murray getting like completely disinterested in this game because the Jags are so fucking bad. I just don't see how you take Jacksonville. But again, that's the NFL betting for you. When you say that, you're like, well, maybe they lose by seven if it's seven and a half or it goes up to eight. But they've given up 60 points and they've played Denver and Houston. So what's going to happen against Arizona? I mean, right? Uh, how does Arizona not put up 30 in this game? Unless, it, I guess, wait, it is in Jacksonville, right? Yep. Uh, unless it's heat, humidity, but come on, they're in Arizona. Fuck that. Like, come on. Yeah, I mean, the only thing, rain. Rain rain could yeah. be, I don't even know what the, four, you know what? I'm going to go to weather.com uh, right now. And forecast just have a, sucks, bro. I mean, I've given up on forecasts. I've seen forecasts. Now, maybe it's different in the New York area, but it'll say, oh, no rain. And then I go outside to take a walk and it's fucking raining. I'm like, really? I just checked the <laughs> forecast. Like the forecast has just been all over the place, man. So at least here, it's just, I can't even trust it. All right. Well, I'm looking at weather.com right now. Plus, just checking plus we're it. five days away, man. It I know change. it's five days away. I'm just saying what, listen, this is, a, this is like the, uh, this is like a, a lean, right? This isn't, you know, I'm not oh, saying so what's going to so happen. The, so the weather is going to uh, make, Sway your pick right now. If you see rain, you're going to go Jacksonville. If it's sunny and hot, you're going Arizona. No, I, I'm not picking this game at all, dude. Okay. I don't like this game. But I will say that on Sunday during the day, uh, 76% humidity, uh, 81 degrees, scattered showers and thunderstorms, especially early in the day. Chance of rain, 40%. Well, Maybe this is a game that people pick in their survivor pool and Arizona loses and knocks out. <laughs> I mean, Jacksonville did that last year, week one, right? So, yeah, I'm not touching them. I'm not touching them. Not touching this game at all. All right. Those are the early games. Let's get to the late games here, but we'll do that after we pay some bills. So we'll see you on the other side 
of this commercial break. All right, Adam, on the docket here for the first afternoon game, Denver Broncos laying 10 and a half to the New York Jets. Here's the thing. Go back and look at the, the winning percentage and covering the spread for the Denver Broncos for their first home game of the season. They always win and they always cover. It's crazy. Yeah, I know the altitude and they just get off to that good start. So um, I'm going to lean the Jets because it's 10 and a half. Uh, I hate that. I hate this. That's why I was rooting so hard for Jacksonville last week because I figured, all right, if Jacksonville either keeps it really close or like beats Denver, imagine what this spread would look like now. Right. It'd be like like Broncos by like four, four and a half. Gross. It's gross that it's 10 and a half. I'm I'm still taking the Broncos though. Okay. I'm just gonna go with that trend. I just, you know, I, I don't like the fact that Bradley Chubb is apparently having uh arthroscopic sorry, ankle sorry, yeah. surgery. They're they're kind of they have some injuries on that team too. Yeah. Oh, Zach Wilson dealing with a groin injury. Zach Wilson is a groin injury. Hurts my groin look, every time I have to watch it. I said it at the time. I I didn't think – and, again, I could still be wrong. I know he showed some traits, but I still couldn't believe that they did not take Justin Fields. Yes, Adam, I know. I I was shocked that they took Zach Wilson too. Yeah. I was beside myself. And it, and it's it's only two games. I mean, we could be wrong. He could turn out to be good, but so far you don't like what you've seen. And one game was against New England. I don't care because okay. the Jets could have gone in the draft. The Jets could have gone uh, Justin Fields with the number two pick. They had that second first rounder that they traded up for to get Vera Tucker on the O line. Fine, great. Could have gone. Uh, Javante Williams at the top of the second round, but instead they went with Elijah Moore. And then in the, was that the, was that the same? Yeah. Cause then they didn't have a third round pick. Uh, and in the fourth round, there weren't great receivers out there, but they're really, you know, Michael Carter was there and they ended up taking him because they took Elijah Moore. And I would have preferred, I would have preferred fields and, and Javante Williams. That would have been, my ideal first uh, first three picks: Vera Tucker, Fields, Javante. But I'm not the GM. No, no, you don't care. You're like fuck your Jets. Your Jets suck. No, I want the Jets to do well. I've said that numerous times. Yeah, but I, you know, I don't feel like your heart's in it. I mean, I just want the Giants to suck. Well, and they did. <laughs> well, that's hopefully they keep it up. Right, but the problem is, is that as the Giants suck, that gets my wife into like a super crabby mood, and there is like no loving on Sundays. If the Giants you don't have, lose, you don't have time for loving on Sundays anyway. I, there's always time for loving on Sundays. Okay, what after the podcast? Like, I forgot. It's different, different uh, time zone, so it's still time left for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you know, if, if I'm still going and she's, you know, she's sleeping, well, then you know, easier for me then. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> boom 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 done 
Wow, you gave me an extra boom there. Thank you. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> trying, to, trying to keep your confidence high. I appreciate that. I was like, wow, I'm impressed. <laughs> Miami visiting the Raiders. Why is this line only minus four when Tua has already been declared out, Adam? Hmm. Trap, right? Seems suspicious, doesn't it? Yeah, especially with the way the Raiders have played, too. Um, hmm. uh, I might have to take Miami now. I might have to take Miami, too. I, you know, I, listen, I don't love Jacoby Brissett. I, I, I don't think he's that good of a QB. But like this just I, I, I don't I don't know why. Like this line has basically stayed where it's at. Like, I think it was it might have been four and a half. Yeah, and then point. on the early four and a half, all the money was coming in on the Raiders. Yeah, and and now it's only four? I, it just makes no sense to me. Yeah, I'm going to take Miami. I think maybe, you know, we're looking at results. Raiders are 2-0. Oh, they beat – it's the Raiders, man. We talked about it. They beat the Ravens and the Steelers, and now everyone – oh, yeah. No, we know how this goes. So, Carr's a little banged up. Looks like he'll play, but Miami's defense is pretty good. I know they gave up points last week, but that was really the offense not doing anything. Um, and the offensive line for Vegas, um, you know, definitely not great. They allowed five sacks last week. So, um, yeah, I'm going to take Miami. Yeah, that's kind of my lean there as well. Um, all right, Bucks, Rams in Los Angeles. Bucks now are favored by a point. But like you said, this line has moved a little bit um, in the past, you know, day and a half. Yeah, it's it's a tough call. I mean, when I first saw it, I was like, wow, the Bucks getting a point and a half. Yep, I'm in. Uh, uh, Rams have played well, although they could have lost that game to the Colts if the Colts had any goal line offense. Uh, I, I'm going to take the Bucks. I mean, look, I think at some point they're going to lose, and I'm still not sure that they're going to win the Super Bowl. It's hard to repeat. They had a lot of fortunate Luck last year when it came to injuries, they're a little banged up in the secondary. So I think the Rams are going to be able to exploit that. Um, the key is obviously how much pressure the Rams, specifically Aaron Donald, can get on Brady. Uh, but they're just playing at an elite level right now. Antonio Brown might not play due to COVID-19, but I, I don't, I, I'm, I'm, am I missing the math? So Schefter had said it's unlikely he plays. He's vaccinated, so he needs two negative tests within 24 hours. Why can't he still get that? Um, he can still get that. But why are they say, why is people reporting he's unlikely to play? Is it because he's not going to practice? I mean, does it matter? Um, I don't think it matters as far as practicing goes, but I don't know. Maybe they're just, you know, maybe maybe people just don't have the faith in two negative tests in 24 hours. Uh, OK, well, I, so that's know, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. So but uh, yeah, I'm taking Tampa here. All right. Uh, I, too, am taking Tampa here as well. Uh, Seattle against Minnesota. <laughs> Again, it's two piss poor secondaries. Um, Seattle's run defense uh, obviously got shredded by Derrick Henry. You expect Dalvin Cook to do some similar things here. Um, you know, Minnesota is a home dog. I just, you know, I, I don't know if the spread's big enough for me here. Like, I know that they're playing close games and 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 whatnot, but I just don't know if it's, uh, oh, 
I mean, I, I want to take Seattle, probably, but that might be just because I really want Russell Wilson and company to do well. Yeah, this is a weird game for me, too, because initially I'm like, oh, Minnesota, they're 0-2, they're home, they're kind of desperate. But Seattle's coming off a disappointing game as well. And if it was three and a half, yeah, I'd take Minnesota. But um, I'm probably going to lean Seattle as well. I mean, they basically let they let the game slip away last week. They were winning 24-9, and they kind of blew it. Um, and the Vikings, since Russell Wilson took over, they're 0-7 against them. Really? Yeah. It's a nice little stat. That's a nice little stat. All right. Beautiful. We're leaning the same way there. Packers, San Francisco. It's uh, Niners are home favorites by three and a half. I, was it like the Packers? In the, do you have the stats there? The Packers in their last like couple of trips to San Francisco, they just keep getting throttled. Oh, yeah. They get destroyed. Uh, Every time. Yeah, we know that. I think this is a get-right game for the San Fran offense after struggling last week. We know you can run on Green Bay. Tight ends destroy Green Bay. This is going to be a big George Kittle week. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm leaning San Fran. Oh, yeah. I don't wait. It's three and a half, though. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. I mean, 49ers do have some injuries on defense. Oh, man. Three and a half. I'm, I might... I might uh no, I'm gonna go San Fran, but I don't feel great. I might change on this one. Yeah. I, I'm just curious to see if there's more line movement with this. We'll see what happens. Uh, I'm not gonna again, you know, I, I just don't like the spread. Uh Monday night football, uh Dallas hosting the Eagles. Dallas is laying four. Um <laughs> Dallas on Monday night as a favorite. I'll take the dog. Hater. Um, <laughs> uh, I probably would, too. It should be a close game. Dallas still has some issues. So I hope I'm wrong on this game. Or Dallas wins by three. But, yeah, I'd probably take the points, too. Yeah, that's, uh, that's where I'm at there. All right. So those are the games. Let's see. So our, 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 our favorite leans so far, I think we're both in on the Chargers. Yeah. Right? We're both on the Falcons. We're both on the Bengals. Mm, we're both, on, you know, suspicious of the Dolphins. We both like the Bucks. So that's a, you know, it's definitely a, an interesting group of uh, group of games there. But I don't know, man. I, I kind of dig it. I kind of dig. That's like that's like four games, five games that. I feel like we're you know confidence level is high in uh, in the way that we think it's going to go. Yes, for now. Um, but usually I stick with the those. I usually have a strong feel. Like last week, I was definitely early. You know, saw the Tennessee line. I immediately liked Tennessee, and that worked out. So, but yeah, you know, start to do some more digging here the next day or two, and uh, I'll have my survival article out for survivor pools. The last two weeks have been easy, which means this could be a trap this week. Ah, <laughs> uh, where oh. Come on, you're taking Denver, dude. Admit it. You're yeah, no, Denver. Denver's. I give out like three picks. Denver's got to be one of them. The problem, there, there's some good ones, but they're road. You know, it's tough to take a road team so early in the year. You know, because yes, like agree. the Panthers look good, but do you really want to do that on a short week? Um, I think the Bills are a good pick too. 
Bills would be one. Um, Browns, not bad, but I probably won't do that. I mean, Ravens look good, but, you know, do you want to take them on the road? No, I don't want to listen. I, I don't like a lot of the home teams here. Home teams that I like, uh, Buffalo, like you said, Browns, yes. Um, I mean, some people people are going to take Arizona. I right, I'm still going here, right? Broncos, there you go. That's a home team that I like. And, um, yeah, maybe the Niners. But, I mean, nah, are you going to you take that in the survivor no, pool? No. So there's no. like three, there's like three home teams that that I really like. Yeah. And then the Panthers, Cardinals, Ravens are the road teams you would consider. Yeah. Those are the road teams that I would definitely consider. Panthers for sure. Going up against Houston. Um, I would definitely uh I would definitely consider that. Ravens, yes. And uh, is there anybody? Uh, Arizona was the other one. Arizona, Arizona. <laughs> it's a trap. We're taking the Falcons, baby. We're just going with the Falcons. <laughs> yeah, not in Survivor. What's that? Not in Survivor. No, I'm not taking the Falcons in Survivor. Are you kidding? No. Survivor picks, again, like I said, uh, Carolina is getting consideration if I want to do an early one. Ravens, um, Arizona, uh, Denver. Four, those, are, those four right there are kind of where I'm, I'm leaning at. And I'll probably just take Denver with all my picks. Because when really, when really are you going to be taking Denver in a survivor pool anyway, right? Like, when? Get them yeah, up. I mean, the division is tough. I mean, you know, the Raiders are solid. You're not taking them against the Chiefs, Chargers, so there you go. That's six games you're eliminating right there. And they already played. They already have wins, too. So, yeah. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, hope you've enjoyed this uh, early look at the lines and uh, – you know, obviously, again, Adam's got a survivor article up at uh, at, at fantasyalarm.com. Uh, I will have a a showdown write write up for the Thursday night game if you uh if you're if you're playing DFS, so you'll be able to check that out. Um, I'll be doing. Oh, do you, have you guys? When do you, when do you guys make your bets for uh for the for on alarm after hours? Thursday night. Thursday night. Fancy's taking the Rams, isn't he? Is he? Oh, we can't. It's not three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's taking the Niners. Oh, no, he's going to take the Probably Packers. The Packers, yeah. Probably. He'll take the Packers. So he's... soft. <laughs> you should take the Chargers. He needs to be bold and take the Jets. I did that last year when they had one of those, uh, it was like 18 or, no, it was a big line. And I was like, take the Jets. And he thought I was joking. I'm like, no, bro, take the Jets. I'm serious. And I think they covered. I was like, you should have listened to me, but you didn't. You didn't want you didn't want to bet your team. <laughs> you no Jet fan wants to bet their team. That's just that's bottom line. <laughs> <laughs> We've learned that lesson the hard way numerous times. Numerous, numerous times. All right, that's gonna do it for us here. Again, check out all the content and all the stuff over at Fantasy Alarm, DFS Alarm and wager alarm adam ronis and i have you 
smothered and covered, baby. Smothered and covered in fantasy and betting deliciousness. It's going to do it for us here tonight. For Adam Ronis, I'm Howard Bender. We'll catch you next time.